0: Sticks is an uh, awesome band that I've never heard of, the, uh, the according to Billy Madison or one of the or one of the Adam Sandler movies. Sticks is the greatest band
1: ever. Oh, all right. You know, I, I think you said the magic the magic word combo because now everything's working normal. Was it China or North Korea? I don't know. It was it was China. China Stacy's band. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened
0: <laughs> yeah dude I, I, did you
1: guys did you guys see all those uh, all these protests and shit out there in uh, in Paris nope. and all over Europe over 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 th- what the, um, I guess like the governments over there are trying to pass all of these pogroms about uh, reducing Suddenly the governments are concerned about reducing nitrogen emissions in the atmosphere. Guess what the most abundant gas in the atmosphere is and has been for the past who knows how long? Oh. Nitrogen.
0: Yep, 70%, right? I yeah.
1: <clears throat> and so what they're what they're doing was that the they were trying to give they were trying to make life so hard on farmers financially that they had no choice but to sell their land out from underneath themselves to the government so that the government can impose their monoculture crops and their uh, their livestock, or at least livestock that they own instead of individual farmers. And so you have people up in arms about that all over like the northern parts of Europe. Um, so think like Norway um, Holland. And these protests are fucking huge, man. Like we're not seeing any of that shit because our media doesn't let us, you know, even yeah. Facebook and Twitter, all that shit is blacked, blacked out. And all that shit is banned here. You, you can't, you can't watch those videos hardly. Um, and then I saw a video in Holland where, they're starting to employ uh, Who? No, nobody knows what they are nobody knows what branch of government is doing this or if it's even a branch of the government but there's these guys in white vans and they come in and they're just street clothes no badges, no nothing and they're just taking people from the protest they're just fucking jacking people yeah. Yep. Come, come with us yeah, and of course every, everybody's <laughs> scared yeah, everybody's scared as fuck so nobody's even though there's like a hundred people to like six dudes there nobody's doing anything to stop these guys you know
0: (laughs) yeah you know someone puts a gun in your back or your ribs or your belly and tells you to that you should just turn around and leave
1: you know I think I'd probably turn around and leave at that point too like okay yeah I don't know man it's just like like geez like it, it gave me so much rage looking at that shit man
0: Hmm. Have you seen um, or heard of the term anti-dispersal weapons or dispersal weapons? Yeah. Or when you, uh, you know, everybody's protesting over water, so you put your ultrasonic uh, PA system on and it makes you instantly like vomit or go blind.
2: Yeah. It's
0: sad that the... I get that you know in the riot manner, but like when you're trying to protest, which is in your in your constitutional right, many countries' constitutional rights, uh, the military should not have a puke weapon, you know, to prevent me from, uh, you know, voicing my opinion. And they have, they have them. Uh, they have they have they have, have, have uh, anti riot light weapons, ultrasonic weapons. Uh, they have weapons that heat up your surface of your skin and makes you yeah. turn to run. Um, the water cannons, the water cannons. I know, uh, yeah. Those kill people. Fire hoses. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, um what is that? Those little furry creatures with the, with the teeth that the Germans had that you know that the police are sick on you.
1: Oh yeah, they
0: come like, up and you know bite, you and rip off your flesh. Oh, dogs, police dogs. Yeah, those
1: <laughs> yeah, those little buddies. Basically,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll try to say something there.
3: No, my grandfather
0: was uh, a sheriff during the Watts Riots, and, yeah, he's got footage of some hardcore water cannons, and... That was the first Watts Riot, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That's sad for those people. But nitrogen? I mean, I get the nitrogen levels for uh, leaching into the groundwater and the waterways and stuff, but... um, and isn't there a fertilizer store shortage anyways right now? Or they were trying to fucking pass that shit off here beginning of the old, last
1: year, remember? Yeah, yeah, they were trying, but I mean, you know, that's that's for a certain. I don't know. I, I I feel like like everything is so convoluted in in this age of nothing is fucking true until you decide that it's true. It's yeah. like a, you know, whenever I hear, "Oh, there's a shortage of this," or there, "There's a shortage of that." It kind of you know makes, what's funny it makes me that. a little suspect, or suspicious. Oh well, yeah, so. me too.
0: Because it, uh, if there is a shortage of nitrogen, or there's some surplus of uh, nitrogen getting into the you know earth or whatever, uh, chicken shit is almost pure nitrogen, isn't it? There's yeah. no fucking shortage of fucking eggs. So does that mean like you know chickens are you know need, need to be put to sleep now because the it's, they poop nitrogen? It's cow fart.
2: <laughs> that's
3: the worst. And then goat shit, that's pure nitrogen. That's
0: not. No. I knew uh, cows do like carbon dioxide pollution, right?
1: Uh, methane, supposedly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah. Mm. Everyone stop farting and stop making emissions.
3: Stop feeding corn, which they can't digest, yeah. and so they can
0: fart and.
1: Create
0: mission. Yep. Well, I eat a lot of Doritos, so am I just a nitrogen little okay. factory or what?
1: Yeah, I, I think it. I think you're one of the creatures that, that the government is trying to target, James.
0: It's interesting. I wonder why they want to control the nitrogen levels. Wonder which.
1: It's so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. And like, I'm so glad that there's an awareness spreading around of how. Like not not based in reality, not based in any kind of uh true thorough scientific investigation. You know, these things are, are being uh I guess propped up on these uh these acts. And so these farmers are just like they're they're pissed because they're just they're essentially they they're taking they're they're fighting against the European Union and their own local government from uh, encroaching upon people's abilities to uh, sustain themselves. And then, g- given, I mean, you, can you imagine like uh, you're in Norway and your proximity to Russia is like you're right fucking there, right? So, I imagine the people are already paranoid, and how could you not be given that there's rumors of a psychopath a couple hundred miles away that's willing to? send people to war and have people killed for whatever game he's playing. And then you got your own government trying to take away your food source, trying to take away your source of of money, which is still important. Um, no no matter what.
0: Is there, take away your money and your ability to grow
1: food?
3: Yeah. <coughs> just took away my ability to live today. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <coughs>
1: hey, you know what? I I just uh I just discovered <laughs> that I have an increased ability to live my life as well. So our uh the company that I work for they started doing like random drug testing and stuff at work. And uh so that, that's that's why i wasn't smoking weed really i mean i have my my other reasons to not really smoke weed right now but it always bothered me the fact that i couldn't you know like fuck that i'm punk rock man like you can't tell me what to do with my life outside of my outside of my time spent there you know and uh so they had the director on on this meeting and they're based in Utah. As a lot of these companies are based out in states like Arizona and Oklahoma and Indiana, and uh, so the direct the, somebody posed the question like, "Hey, like, you know, this shit is this shit is legal here, you know? Like, how how are you going? How is the business going to contend with the fact that it's legal here and it's increasingly legal all across the country?" And the director said, "Well, you know." I know, I know. That's the that's the case. You're you're not going to get fired for marijuana in your system. And it's like,
0: still so many people locked up. Yeah. Well, so you're bringing up California, different states. I I told you about that uh, class action lawsuit that I signed up for.
1: Oh yeah. I uh
0: I didn't even get the job, but they denied me because I failed the drug test. And it's not necessarily that I failed the drug test. It's just, uh, I was just like, I'll just say like the, the test was just incomplete. Like, why bother? You know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you don't qualify. And I'm like, all right, yo, I'm out. You know? And then uh, n- never heard anything. Not one phone call back, you know? Well, because they, you know, violated uh, Karen's kids' rights. You know? <laughs> uh, thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. Yes. Thanks, um, Karen whatever amount, I might get $5, I might get 50 I might get 50000 I might get, I'm not saying I'm going to get $5 million, but, but just for failing a drug test.
1: Yeah, good job, <laughs> the in my
3: entire life. I don't have to lie to a doctor. Like, I'm in pain management, so I have to take a drug test every month. And I can actually say, oh, I smoked pot to all of my doctors. <laughs> yeah. And it's
1: okay. Yeah. It's like. It's uh, <laughs> surprising
3: to me.
0: Hello, what do you, the doctor said. Or I guess any doctor said. Do mm-hmm. psychedelics show up in a uh, company here in Alabama? I know they'll, pull, oh, they'll come up in a, in a talk screen, like for a doctor, but what about. You know, we'll just say you're applying for a chauffeur or submit truck driver, but you eat lots of mushrooms and
1: totally <laughs>
0: just totally show up and
1: it does not uh psilocybin i believe you have to have a, like a, a specialized test for psilocybin but the drug screening tests the kits that they usually use they're only testing for amphetamines opiates um barbiturates and uh i heard of that before yeah It's a thing. Uh, You probably have to look it up to to get a uh, an accurate account of what it is. But uh, they're they're only testing for like like stuff like that and cocaine, um, and of course weed. And I've seen the five panel. Yeah. What's in a? The The what?
0: Okay, so like if me and you go test for a job right now, there's a five panel and eight panel. Five panels, your normal one. Uh, I'm not sure what truck drivers have to do. If truck drivers have to do an eight panel, but there's eight different slots on the test that'll uh, well, that'll test. Oh. So your five, uh, so your THC, fentanyl, opiates. <laughs> can't think of any other three, or what right. the other two are in the five panel.
1: Yeah, I know. I I can't even think of that. Either, unless co- cocaine falls under its own category, then there's that.
0: Um, and um,
3: steroids? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe, yeah. All those, uh... There
0: anything you can test for keto corrupt.
1: All all those, uh, inha- <laughs> inhaler bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking yeah. drug test. So. Yeah, but now, now I'm like... Now I'm gonna smoke weed. I mean, I I, I bought this uh, bought this. I think it was like two hundred and fifty or sixty dollar uh, vaporizer. No, I think it was like two eighty. I can't remember how much it costed, but it was something around there. And uh, my my ex didn't like it. I like it a lot, but I just haven't used it the whole time that I've had it. It's probably had like like ten ten sessions on it, and that's about it.
0: Oh, um, I, I, I like
2: them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: Put it in the. I'm texting it's too. On it. Is it a volcano with the bag, or is it just uh, a, a one that heats it up with the the
1: handheld like hookah thing? Yeah, it's it's the it's the hookah thing. You just stuff the uh, the weed into one side of the tube, and then it vapes it. Yeah, I had a buddy had
0: one of those. It's a fancy one. Those are actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's super clean, man. I I really enjoy it.
0: It's almost like smokeless. Yeah.
1: It's
0: like the cleanest way. It's like if
1: you're a cancer patient. This
0: is killing me. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) This is killing me.
0: Uh, Gnarly wax. You heat heat it up with a fucking blowtorch. Well, look
3: what it does to the stem. Absolutely. My lungs
0: have to look like that. It's horrifying. Space. I had black lung in Iraq from all the sandstorm and smoking excessively. Really? They're like, "Damn, you're, you're gonna die." They're like, you "Are you still it. on like?" I never was. I just uh, stopped smoking. You just and coughed it up. I stopped smoking and I got out of that. God forbidden in fucking country. Thank God. But yeah, I was all fucked up. I caught the Q flu over there and I had black lung. Yeah. sick I was sick for like two, three weeks and then.
1: What, I almost died. what is black lung like what what's what is that shit
0: he showed me an x-ray and it like it, you should come back it, the, the whole fucking my whole lung was all like darked out in the x-ray it was a trip. Actually, or like well it was an x-ray i couldn't see ash but it was just all black and it was just from smoking two three packs a day the dust uh plus there's uh lots of uh depleted uranium out there in the sand. Oh, of course. So all the jet fighters and the big, gu- anything over a half inch, which is the size of your thumb, is considered anti-material weapon. And these guns shoot these bullets that are, are kind of huge. And a lot of these guns shoot 60 to 100 rounds per second. And not all those bullets hit the tank that they're shooting at. It goes in the dirt. Pew, 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 pew. Like in the movies, you know, all the dirt pops up. Yeah. And all that depleted uranium is now in the ground. It just, it's been out there since the Gulf War, and that's only our conflicts. How many conflicts have they been out right. fighting all those other people? So there's just all kinds of lead and uranium out there just in the desert. And then you have tank armor that has to put all that heavy metals in it, and then you go shoot heavy metals with more heavy metals, and it rains, and it just fits everywhere, and dust storm blows all that shit up in the atmosphere. Yeah, you smoke, smoke. Um, yeah, it's called it's called the Gulf War Syndrome. Okay. So instead of a, okay. instead of Agent Orange, what all these other soldiers are going to start having? So.
3: I was young, like know what that meant, but yeah, so it, a few people that came back with.
0: It's all the shit that we got to eat. And right.
1: God yeah. bless America. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, the man. Men
3: fight for it. How about that? Just <clears throat> by the
0: US government.
1: Yeah.
0: Tell Ellen and every other Karen out there I have golf crotch now. Thanks a lot.
1: You know, I am gonna come up with a special a medal for you and your golf crotch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's why why all
0: Due due to uh my golf crotch I have saggy testicles.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez, <are> <laughs> That's
1: funny shit. Where's t- a uh, it looks like he's uh he's out, out of it tonight. He's doing something else. Or he might be tired. Is is that, yeah. Is that what that
0: message is? Yeah. Oh, my
1: wah, wah, wah. That's alright. We'll see you later too. We know where Tim, you live.
0: Tim Tim is actually recently been uh, dating a girl. So
1: yeah,
0: and it's a female, female, biological female.
1: Oh, oh, that's good.
0: Yep, and uh, I think he likes her. So I think uh, Timmy might be having a girlfriend here, pretty soon.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So he is the last of the the men. The last generation of the actual men who's straight, works, has a car, dates a woman. <laughs> a natural biological woman with a vagina. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Because women aren't women no more. Women are fucking... Dope. So
3: every time you say somebody's dating a woman, you have...
0: An actual biological woman? I'm giving mean, Tim. She <laughs> so oh doesn't understand. <laughs> so, um, well, no, because normal normal kids now don't date real That's real men exactly. and real, real women.
1: That's funny shit. Well, congratulations, Tim. Tim, on your normal female partner.
0: That's all. <laughs> no, Tim's not like that. What was that? <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see. Fuck, you made me forget. I lost my train of thought, too. That's okay. Happens all all the time. Oh. Uh, and I I guess, uh, another thing, too, is I've been paying attention to all of these, um, these bank closures, right? These, uh... Oh, yeah. The The World Bank's yeah, like well, 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 I guess what what we're seeing now appears to me to be the introduction of economic chaos into the average American's life by starting at the at the fringes, I guess you could say, and releasing these stories about like a liquidity crisis amongst the uh, the main banks. <clears throat> And what that means is that I think this year that what we're going to start to see, and we're already seeing it, is that small banks like credit unions, um, local banks, with their tiny ledgers, which is how they operate all the time anyway, it's the banks borrow money from the Federal Reserve, right? And so on hand, the banks don't have the money that they loan out. It's just this perpetual debt cycle and people are making runs on the bank thinking that, okay, like it's kind of, you know, these things are getting destabilized and it's time to take our capital to a more secure, more centralized location that has, uh, the illusion of, uh, a safer, backing by either the government or what people perceive to be the government being the uh, the fed and so i think that what's going to happen is that the small banks are going to start closing credit unions are going to start closing who knows what the people that are only involved with credit unions like myself uh, who knows what's going to happen with us and our ability to use money but I think they're doing it so that as things become more chaotic and uncertain for us economically, they begin to institute a measure of increased control over our economic lives as average American citizens. Because every time there's a there's an economic crisis, there's a new Patriot Act, you know, and this shit... It, it, it you could just look throughout history every time that there's a crash they introduce some new policy. the government gets more involved in your daily life and with the war and all this crazy shit with all this stupid ass oh there's a new vaccine this weekend, you know or not not a new vaccine, a new virus this weekend, everybody watch out you're gonna keep throwing it at us until something sticks. I'm just like. A, what is the I'm just
0: currency? Uh, it's. What is the electronic? No, the one in China. There's only three main companies you could use.
1: Yeah, the digital yuan. Um, I mm-hmm. think that they can use Bitcoin over there, and then I forget what the other things are. And then uh, over here, we have the USD coin. Uh, they're, they're calling them stable coins, trying to give them some kind of uh, like allure. Some kind reassurance? Of, yeah, some kind of an assurance about about them, just by virtue of the name. I he mean... today.
3: And uh-huh. they asked us... Oh, um, Bitcoin? No, Japanese, Asian...
0: Currency? Yeah. If you had any? Yeah. Of course, you told them no, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't give up any of your yin, your yin, or yang. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the biblical... Part in in Revelations where they start talking about us going to one currency and
1: one <coughs> yeah like that's the the paranoia surrounding world that world is world. the one world currency yeah uh, the euro uh, <laughs> the euro yeah I know shit <coughs> yeah but it's uh, it, it's the digital shit I think that's what that's what that that's going to end up being because the W what is it the WEF they're trying to only make legitimate the digital currencies that are recognized by central governments in each country. And those will have a relative equivalent value to whatever the central W E F digital currency is. Somebody, uh, uh, you just
0: described the aftermath of the, uh, When Nixon uh, implemented the gold uh, sanctions or whatever it was.
1: Oh, uh uh-huh.
0: So all the other countries were running their value of their currency based on the gold standard. Yeah. From set by us. And so then when you took away the the standard, you also took the standard uh, dollar amount away from everyone else because they're copying us. Yeah. So and basically, yeah, that, that's interesting. Have, have you seen that uh, hyperinflation at, like in Venezuela, where, like they were show a family trying to buy um, one chicken, and um, like one chicken was just say like you know two billion dollars. You know, <laughs> you know, they're, they're uh-huh. but um, because. Like normally when you make a purchase at the grocery store, the lady counts your $18 or she, you know, you just do a one credit transaction, right? Well, when you go exchange your money for the, the food, they're actually weighing the money and they're putting stacks of money, like mafia money, like, you know, all drug money, like, because it's all in bundles. Yeah. And that's how they weigh the money to make a purchase to uh, just buy something like a loaf of bread or a chicken. Just one, one little roaster, roaster chicken. That's crazy Small shit. One.
1: Like, okay, just put, let's put ourselves into that situation. Like, if if our money was that worthless as fuck, I would just at at some point just be like, okay, let me go to my friend. But this is this is the thing: is we live in a country that's not, not like this, in the majority of the populated areas. Like, uh, do you guys have somebody near you? That has chickens, egg-laying chickens.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Are you, so you're talking about? You're asking me, how far am I from my food network?
1: Yeah. Well, how, how far? I'm just trying to to kind of uh, do a little thought experiment. Uh, in the in the light uh, in the light of what you just said about the chicken costing a billion bucks. So no,
0: we have no one no one if we did I would have to go rob or barter with the people there's people that have kind of like little ranch around us but yeah, it wouldn't be
1: my, no one that I could do. my family um up there the the Ricos, they have um they have chickens they have I think like around 10 and they're egg laying chickens and they have roosters too and the feed store has a surplus of roosters because nobody wants the roosters because people only want chickens for egg propagation, right? Um, for breakfast. And so I was just thinking like, all right, so let's say the, here we are in the United States, California, a chicken costs $1 billion and you don't feel like lugging your $1 billion cash to the chicken store to buy a chicken. At that point, I think that we will all miss and wish that we were alive in the day where most people had chickens, like previous to the 1940s. A lot of people had chickens in the United States everywhere. You know, it was just what you did to live. You had chickens because they helped you with your gardening. They were a source of food themselves, and they made free, easy protein on the daily, more than you can consume there's going to be a time and it should be now. I think it is now where you should be uncomfortable if you're not in a situation where let's just say you don't have a skill to trade or you don't have something that you can do or something that somebody else might need, uh, that you can offer your services with in order to trade for something as valuable as a source of food, like a chicken. For, for me i mean i'm lucky that i have mechanics skills you know that i could trade have guitars i could trade a guitar for a chicken that's valuable
0: well, let me ask you this what would you take and trade from your company company comes tomorrow and says hey the bank closed we can't pay you but we still need to get our trucks out there We'll just say they start stacking up trailers of uh, product that you, as an employee, just walk out. Instead of go to the grocery store, you got to go to your company to get your daily necessities. What oh. would you take and trade for your services at work?
1: Oh, that's interesting because my job, they ship food. So that's kind of like an easy, easy deal, I guess. Um, they ship food and then building supplies as well. You know, so I'm come
0: work for you. you know.
1: yeah, so, yeah. So there's there's some shit, and then the, I think they also do ship. Um, they may ship some medical supplies. I'm I'm not sure about it because it's refrigerated transport. Um, but I know it's. Damn, is
0: this shit government owned or something?
1: Huh?
0: Is this shit government owned or something?
1: No, it's Mormon owned, man.
0: No shit, really.
1: Yep. Magic, dude. We're talking magic underwear. We're talking. We're talking polygamy, we're talking all that stuff. But well, you have me at
3: polygamy today. <laughs> 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 a polygamy, <laughs> That's
0: funny. Yeah. Be a yeah, but
1: that that's what that's what they carry. So that that's that's an easy experiment for me to run in my my brain. What about you guys? I don't know. Property. Property? Oh, that's or a good a house.
0: one. A company condo. Yeah. Yeah?
1: Property? Yeah,
3: that's
1: a good one. Might
0: as well put me on the 52nd floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, his food, too. Uh, my, my, my daily serving of oatmeal and powdered eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's weird, man. It's like, um, it's like we were talking about yesterday, the, or yesterday, fuck, that was last week, exactly one week ago, we were talking about, um, the Elon's town, the snail town or whatever it's called. And, uh, yeah, what if instead of Elon coins, they paid you in fucking, uh, Elon cereal, Elon paste.
0: It better have marshmallow in it. Yeah. A little magic marshmallows.
1: A little so, um, a little, a little dose of ketamine in all the food.
0: Oh. <laughs> have you um, heard of Fordlandia or Hersheyland?
1: Hersheyland, yeah. I've heard of Hersheyland, yep. And Fordlandia? Is Fordlandia the same thing?
0: Mm, yeah, but it's in uh, some far off fucking island fucking hole in the wall place
1: <laughs> some fuck hole place <laughs> that's worse that's <laughs> worse than shithole shit place <laughs> 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 i
0: don't know where people listening are going to be like we want to know where, where or landia okay so it would have to be in a rubber producing region so tropical equatorish area okay. south pacific yeah um they um Apparently, you know, slave labor, you know, isn't cheap enough for Ford, you know, to get their rubber supply. It's and mad. plus with, uh, with the different restrictions and during World War II and other, you know, uh, op- military operations where they restrict uh, oil, not oil production, but, you know, where they shank- sanction supplies in the name of the military and freedom. Yeah. Um, so they're not producing rubber uh, fast enough, so they go down there and start building a uh, plantation down there. And uh, it's going good. You know, company stores, everything, everything's going all great until, you know, there was an uprising in the employees, you know, was you know, two cents a day, is not enough, you know, for labor. And, and uh, fuck, they kicked Ford out of there. Get the fuck off our island. Wow, really? And even if Ford owned it, yeah. and then I want to say Ford probably still owns the property today, but, you know, Ford ain't down there no more. Like, yeah. No more Ford land yet. Yeah. But you can see all the, all the relics of it. Now, you know It'd be cool to find A good black and white picture You could put that As the cover To this post
2: Hmm Okay
0: or The water tower Or something Yeah In the background um, But hey If senators can have uh, Fuck islands and, and Ford can have Their own goddamn country Um What, I mean, what the hell's Elon Musk Gonna do After he takes oh, over yeah. the, the Apple car Or His own planet Oh he's planning The first
3: planet He gets to Right. Mean.
1: Yep Sure can it's you fine. can you imagine the first, the first like extramarital affair in space on Mars? What that's gonna be like?
0: <laughs> it's probably in international space water, so it's probably completely legal.
1: There is no divorce on Mars, unfortunately. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: <laughs> only only polygamy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's a weird fucking. It would place. have to be. Yep.
0: If you're recolonizing a planet, you would have to. Be a polygamist. Oh damn! How, how could you not think about it? a repopulation, think of Adam and Eve. Hey. You know, yeah, puppies fucking their own puppies.
1: It's, it's yeah, bad for society.
3: More on cats <laughs> out here.
1: with All the Google
0: eyes. All this
3: fucked up cat.
0: Our cat colony <calling> slowly <laughs> getting more into it.
3: <laughs> that population,
1: <laughs> oh. dude, it, that's crazy shit. Um. I would imagine if if Elon is successful and he sends, he sends some machines up to the moon to manufacture things for uh, uh, inordinately cheap overhead cost because of the lack of gravity. You know, like you know how efficient machines would be if there's no g- fucking gravity. Like they, they'd be really efficient. They hardly use ener- energy at all. Some stuff.
0: Yeah, it'd be all solar, or um, but you could use a lot of. Um I can't think of the type of uh, electric generators they use up there. Uh, You don't have to worry about radiation and shit like that when it's your own. Mm -hmm. You can have different power, you know, power uh, generating equipment without having to worry without uh, radiation exposure and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. But then you got to worry about uh, that that crazy guy that wants to blow up the moon too. This guy, this guy's like so determined. I forget the dude's name. I wish I just had all this on a list. I should probably prepare myself more. But this, there's a guy. He, he just wants to blow up the moon. He's like, the moon is our is our source of fucking problems. We got to blow it up right now.
0: Well, remember the the moon is hollow and the Earth is flat. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna walk back over to my house right now. Paul's getting ready for work, so okay. he's got to pack his lunch. Right so on. And talk to you later. Yeah, all, right. all right,
3: see
1: ya. All right. See you
3: later. You'll see these.
0: Okay. No am That's just about time you did to
1: Yeah, that's all right. I understand.
0: Just uh, shaved my head tonight, so like I walked out in the cold, I was like, Oh fuck, this is like what it's like to have no hair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had that feeling in a long time, dude. My hair is pretty long now. I don't know if I want to drink or not. I don't know, I was thinking of maybe getting getting a getting a hit ready to celebrate my uh newfound immunity to drug testing. Oh man.
0: Enjoy, enjoy. Yep. I wanted a mushroom.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Well,
0: I, I like eating those mushrooms, when I worked out, man. That's
1: just fucked I, I know it's amazing, isn't it? Uh, oh, I would have, I would have loved one today, but it was okay today. Today <laughs> I, I went for a run. Uh, um, in Redlands, and it's so so fucking nice down here, dude. Like after all the rains and stuff, all the the ground is still moist and all the plants are just like amazing just because of how often it's been raining. There hasn't been much like lawn care. And so you got all these like different kinds of plants growing up in the sidewalks and all around. It's really, really cool. It's a perfect place. Yeah. It's
0: funny you mentioned it because I was looking at everybody's uh, overgrown their yards and how fast everything's growing with all the rain, and yeah. like the lots that are where people don't maintain how you said. Yeah. Uh, it's data on us humans on how much we're like, oh, a plant, insect, you know, <laughs> insect you know, yeah. killer, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, and
1: we don't know what the. Uh, fu- a,
0: a little wasp builds a little nest on you know your edge of your garage, your are spraying kinds of. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, well, wasps are bastards, though.
0: Any type of uh, nature, or something beautiful that pops in the yard that we don't.
1: I, I would say wasps are fair game. Bee's a different story. But uh, wasp, I have, I, I have, I have no sensitiv- sensitivity towards uh, killing wasps. Just like uh, just like coyotes, too. I mean, I, I don't try to go out and run over coyotes when I see them, but I definitely scare them.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I honk at them. One time, uh, I almost hit one of you that ran in front of me, and I honked at him. And he got scared and stumbled. Oh, cat got locked. Oh. Yeah, he ran in front of me, in front of Glen Helen, and uh, he actually ran straight into this fence at speed, so it actually bounced him off, and like he was like kind of ricocheting like towards the truck, so I honked at him, <laughs> and he got scared again, and I was like ran in front of the truck even more, and I was like, damn, your heart hard picking fucking coyote out of my grill.
1: <laughs> yep. But
0: they're a very skittish dog. I
1: mean, oh, yeah, yeah, totally.
0: I mean, they are dogs, right?
1: I think so. They look like dogs. I mean, there's
0: Just to see. oh, I mean, are they more a fox? I mean, I
1: have no idea. There, there's got to be some... Some expert out there that might listen to our podcast on the one in a million chance that would be able to a- answer this.
0: What is a coyote?
1: Yeah, what is a coyote and why should I not hit them with my car other than it'll fuck up my car
0: because you go on the south side of the hemisphere and they're considered hyenas jackals wild dog
1: mhm the dingoes dingles are think, uh, dingles are interesting too hmm. dingo I didn't even
0: fucking think about dingo yep good one
1: You know, uh, I believe it's in Australia. They they have this fucking big ass fence. It goes for miles. It's just a straight fence and it separates, um, I guess, like a more wild territory from agricultural territory and agricultural mixed use territory because there's a lot of like livestock and stuff on one side of the fence. And the fence was built specifically to keep dingoes out and it works but what's interesting about what happened because of the absence of dingoes is on the side of the agriculture there's a lot less plant life there's a lot less animal life but if you go on the side where the dingoes are there's a shit ton of fucking bunnies and prairie dog things and birds and rodentia of all kind and then also in turn there's like a I guess the actual natural really diverse uh, population of plant life, too. <laughs> K- kind of the opposite of what I expected, you know? Because I thought that maybe... A lot of them. Uh, uh-huh. What
0: did you say? A lot of flora and pollen. Sorry, I was eating some gummy bears. Uh, certain plants can't respawn or pollinate without other animals so like the pollen and seeds can stick to your fur or feather and a lot of seeds also can't well that's just transportation but a lot of seeds can't even germinate without uh, processing through the colon of certain animals birds um, certain uh, like bear cats yeah I want to
1: say
0: bear (laughs) cat but yeah unless it fucking goes through a fucking animal shithole or gullet uh, that seed won't germinate word
1: ferment yeah because it does ferment in the gut of the animal yeah it's like berries with bears mm-hmm. although I still I, I still don't know about bears I'm on the fence about bears I don't think they should all die but I wouldn't miss them if they all died you know what I mean man those things are killers man I know dude that's what I'm saying <laughs> I would never want to fucking encounter a bear dude ever ever um,
0: have you seen? There's several videos of it on, on the internet, where these people are on the holiday at say, whatever Arctic, uh, what the fuck you, Arctic exhibit. So I don't want to just say Sea World because I can't think of any other fucking place that has. Whether it's, you'll see it with tigers, bears, polar bears, when they're on the other side of the glass, and there's a toddler up against the the glass, yeah. and then you'll have and they press their mouth on the glass and oh, they're yeah. trying to figure out how to get the baby's head in their mouth
2: Yep.
0: and um, all the parents are recording their little fucking face talk videos oh look how cute little Johnny look the bear the bear's your friend the bear trying to get you it's like no bitch that bear is trying to figure out how to eat your baby
1: yep yep and it's crazy like a growing up in uh, definitely like a city, a city environment in the Inland Empire, I never had that naive, naivety naivete to think that oh, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on a safari ride and stick my head out the window when I see the lions get close, you know. But there are people that fucking stupid. And I think it's, it is stupid because you just have to, like, research a little bit. It, it's passive research. You just sit on your ass and watch on your cell phone. But there's still people that ignorant to fucking do stuff like that. To not think I about... I've just seen this dude. Uh-huh.
0: He, um, he's at the zoo. And you know how now all these uh, exhibits, they have a, a moat, a water moat? Yeah. With, like, a fucking 12-foot, like, double wall and all that shit. Yeah. This dude had to, like, swim across. He got, first, he had to climb over the fence, drop down into the moat, swim across the moat to get over there. And then he's over there. You know the whole saying, don't poke the fucking bear? He's literally poking the fucking bear. Really? And then this fucking bear is, like, turning on him, then he has this, uh, you know, the look of fear, but, you know, of surprise. Surprise fear. Yeah. Hey. Um, okay he can't get away fast enough and then, then he's like oh well like why'd this happen
1: <laughs> how could this happen I don't happen? understand why he me <laughs> <laughs> what fucking idiot yeah who knows man who knows I don't know how you get to be that fucking dumb but I i just so happen to notice that a lot of uh, a lot of Chinese tourists are that fucking dumb A lot, yeah, of tor- a, a lot of tourists in general. Good Lord. Like, uh, just in Colorado during the summer, uh, you would, I would be driving. I used to drive a lot from Lakewood up to, um, uh, I think it's called Evergreen and it's about like a 40, 45, uh,
0: is that like got the five or
1: something. Oh no, this is in Colorado. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I about you. No. And, like, well, during the summer, Colorado is fucking gorgeous, you know? It's beautiful. And then all the animals are all out, too. And, um, on this particular road, I wish I could remember what, what the road is called. There, it was, like, a crossing of a lot of bears. And then it was a crossing. Oh, no. Not bears. Uh, elk. Sorry. And the elk. They would move in big ass herds of like, I don't know, around 30, 20, 30, 40 sometimes. And yeah, and they would cross this one mountain road and they would just like hang out in a clearing right by the road and be eating and stuff. And the tourists, they would fucking stop traffic. Everybody would be on the side of the road and dude, like they would get so damn close to these elk men. Like they were dumb. They were dumb as fuck. I oh, like I, the
0: yellowstone tours? Yeah. With the the mooses and shit?
1: Yeah, exactly. They, they would get right up on them, dude. And just, the elk are fucking huge. Elk are gigantic. <laughs> yeah, they're very big. Deers will kick your ass even, you know. And people were getting all up close to the deer. M- my uncle Tony was one of those people, though, too. He uh, There was this mama bear with her cub by the trash can, and my uncle went like, Super, super close, and took a picture of the bear. It's like, Uncle, you're fucking dumb. You're really dumb.
0: Uh-huh. Um, we went to um, it Oak, Oak Glen, over here. Uh huh. You know, close to you. Yeah. So, uh, I imagine every couple argues, you know, about stuff, especially when you're on holiday vacation. You know your vacation day is not going as well as it should be and then you know starts a small argument you know between the couples so me and Martha start arguing over something dumb just when we are getting to the orchard
2: yeah
0: um so the guy there it's like you know you pay 30 bucks and you go pick a bucket of apples or oranges or whatever you know every place is different yeah Uh so the guy, he tells me, he goes, oh, yeah, huh. he goes, once you, once you get down on the lower lot, and he goes, you'll probably notice a bunch of bear scat. You know, I had a they come in at night and eat, you know, a bunch of apples, and he goes, so once you get down past the second pile of bear shit, he goes, there's, like, a, a, like a thicket area. I think there's, like, a bunch of wild berries and other stuff. I guess it would be, like, blackberries because it grows wild and shit yeah. under all the trees. Yeah. So he goes, he goes, There's the second orchard down there, but you have to walk through there. And he goes, The bear usually only oh, comes at night and he's gone by morning. He goes, but be careful. I'm like, all right. So I'm keeping my ass on the first orchard because that's what the fucking farmer told me, right? Yeah. So Martha's like, I don't care about no bear. I was <laughs> like, uh, alright, whatever. So Martha, we're why? closer down the river. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, she goes, uh, let's go to the other uh, orchard. I was like, sorry, I'm going the door. And I'm like, let's not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh, me being me, I said, I go, you do realize the bullet that goes in the gun that's designated to take out bears is probably about the size of my middle finger not really, but maybe my pointer finger. Yeah.
2: Probably.
0: Yeah. yeah I got bigger. but got uh, a, hat, a 50 caliber revolver around, especially a Magnum one. That's a, that's a nice little pill to put Yeah. Too. And, uh, she goes, I don't care. I don't care. So the whole time on there, I'm like trying to like, enjoy myself, but I am checking my six constantly.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm there. Because, uh, bad yeah, I've seen videos of uh like you've seen videos of like a charging tiger or puma or bear oh
2: yeah oh boar
0: that's another one the boars yeah boars people have crazy. these badass fucking rifles they're just plinking shots at these motherfuckers and those things just keep coming
1: yeah yeah
0: and unless you're Annie Oakley or uh what's that Hancock guy he's he's on the internet what's yeah. he has that mustache He could fucking, like, empty a whole fucking revolver and reload it twice and fucking,
1: like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Unless you're a fucking uh, trick shooter. That's funny.
0: He is. He's really good. Like, he could, like I said, he could literally fucking reload a revolver twice and fucking fucking spin that fucking barrel twice. Yep. And, uh, but still, being in a panic mode, even me, I'm not gonna be able to fucking, uh, off a bear I'm gonna give it all hell I'm gonna make sure I fucking empty that whole fuck goddamn magazine
1: yeah
0: uh, even that so you're gonna be scared in that situation
1: oh yeah your accuracy is gonna be shit
0: and you know I don't care what the movie say I don't care what fucking special forces do just listen to me in fucking South Korea right now I don't give a fuck how good you are fucking pistols only good for fucking Fifteen fucking
2: yards
0: or something like that. It's, yeah. It's not much. Yeah. And Definitely. it's actually a close, uh, close quarters weapon. So, sorry, um, what's his name? John Wick, Jason Statham. No.
1: Hey, apologize to John Wick. All right, Keano is not the average handgun shooter. What do you do? He he can he just throw. He can shoot pistols in a crowded room and nobody will know that he just shot
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise too
1: yeah that's so funny have you seen those videos of uh, like uh, John Wick where, where they, they edit in the sound because it's like him and some other guy they're walking in a crowd of people and somehow nobody is is noticing that <laughs> they're shooting at each other because in the movie they have silencers and he's like yeah. oh, that shit is so funny that's hysterical
0: yeah oh fuck I, I have a hard time watching certain action movies you know I'm just like really like how stupid is society getting but that's uh because only 2% of our nation or the world population really ever uh serves ever wears armor or ever defend a, their country or people or community
2: yeah
0: so um uh, I think a lot of your action movies are just made for your average uh, nine-year-old and uh, your (laughs) 32-year-old. Yep. Yep. I was watching, uh, what movie was I watching the other day? They they wreck a Porsche because the cars, you know, it's the crazy chase scene and they're shooting at each other, you know, and uh, this Porsche gets this huge fucking, like, bash, like, T-boned in the driver's side door, right? but then the next scene it shows the car take it off and then, like, all the body works
1: perfect oh my god
0: but when they arrive it's <laughs> all fucked up again
1: yeah it's funny Like they, I, I noticed a movie that Bruce Willis was in where he gets all fucked up and he's wearing a white t-shirt and there's all blood all over the t-shirt and then in the next scene it's like five seconds his shirt's like super clean but he's still fucked up and then in the next scene they remember to, to mess up his shirt again and it's all dirty but in, yep. a, in a different way <laughs> <laughs> on oh, backwards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a, a couple of good movies like that. Um, what was another one I was watching here? Oh yeah, the there's one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's, he's on a seaplane that's docked, and they're shooting at him. Like thirty dudes are shooting at him, right? You think of thirty dudes shooting you with automatic weapons and there's like the plane's not getting hit though <laughs> you know
1: yep like, where, where are all these people fucking shooting well dude that that's why I love like I think I think the master of those movies is uh Steven Seagal I love Steven Seagal movies cause he'll just like walk through a hail of gunfire doing these awkward little jumps and rolls and stuff and then he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't even kill people with guns half the time. He like <laughs> he twists their neck and he he gets like fucking ninety guys through the whole movie with that move. Yeah,
0: yeah the that, same Judo chop.
1: Yeah, yeah. He could he could take on like a million people in his movies. I, in fact, I would love to see a movie where it was just over the top. You know, like he just they send him to North Korea and he just fucking takes out everyone. He takes out the whole military. He takes out Kim Jong. Only judo, only judo <laughs> chops and growing kicks, and head head snaps or neck snaps.
0: It'd be like uh, Steven Seagal, Golden Eye, hands only.
1: <laughs> Hard mode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's. Oh, sorry. I think it's funny you mentioned uh, Steven Seagal because on my uh, YouTube stream, there's uh, all these uh, pun intended videos where they're making fun of all the his movies and stuff. Uh, but one they were talking about him they said if you watch him in public it doesn't matter like where he is like if he if you're asian at all he bows to you if you're like in a more uh poverty area or or a ghetto area all of a sudden he's like his fucking hood voice comes out uh you know, <laughs> uh-huh. you know he's a Doctor. He's a lawyer. He's a gynecologist. He's a stripper. He's yeah everything.
1: Ex porn so star. The,
0: so the whole point ex porn star, current porn star. So <laughs> what if what, <laughs> what if you're out to dinner and you you're at a nice restaurant and you happen to like look behind you, you see Steven seagull You get up to go to the restroom. You meet him in the bathroom. And he propositions you. it's like, "Hey, I need a favor." I need to be able to knock you out at during dinner with, with the judo chop, but I just need you to hit the floor and die. Pretend you die. What would your what would your counter be? What would what would you he have to pay you take a judo chop in public to make him look good?
1: Fifty I'll grand you, this is
0: gonna be all the internet. Fifty grand.
1: Yeah. Ooh. That's enough.
0: In the electronic payment?
1: Uh how are you going to take your lunch? Electric- right right then and there <laughs> Zell and and he has to s- attach a note to it Judo chop
0: <laughs> What if he had his own gold currency like he just had a coin <laughs> He's like <laughs> I c- I, c- can, I can only
1: pay you in Sigol coins
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah I don't think
1: I don't think I would want that Sigol coins
0: Uh, do you think it would just be like one single like denomination or do you think it would be like a crazy this is 500 uh, segolien
1: I still wouldn't take I I wouldn't take it (laughs) if you look
0: at like the the price of uh, a car like in Japan it's like 2 billion yen yeah the country's got fucking weird buddies, so I can only imagine a Seagull coin. Just has a big old number one on it. Yeah. The, the dollar slate. The S now stands for Seagull.
1: Yep. So whole... <laughs> Too much money, <laughs> Seagull. <laughs> it's whole dollar. Uh-huh. Seagull, son.
0: Alright. So would you take a black eye, or would you just take a judo chop to the neck and just go to the chiropractor uh-huh. for a year
1: I would probably just take the judo chop to the neck cause the neck is fragile but it's also pretty strong and if if I can coordinate it right and have momentum going in the same way as he's throwing the judo chop that cuts it like beyond half so it would still look intense you know but I would do it for 50k alright
0: so what if you're just standing there and he goes up and judo chops you and it's a total fill you turn around you look at him and you're like what the hell was that a slap and he goes just, just go down bro just go down he hits you again and it doesn't do that repetitive hits or judo chops and he goes it's not working like the movies like go down <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well at, le- at least if you arrange it like how I thought you would already have the money and, uh... He can't do anything about it. Oh, you play him, huh? Yep. Yep, I would. Especially... Especially if he gives me, like, a weenie chop. I, I'd at least like to take, like, a little bit of a fucking chop.
0: You know, uh... What's his name? Fucking Aladdin, dude. No, not Aladdin. Will Smith, uh The genie. When he got slapped...
1: Oh uh Will Smith, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Will Smith, but he slapped Chris Rock.
0: Oh, did he oh, okay? What was the other way around? I never saw it. Um I wonder how many celebrities out there have a glass jaw to the point where we'll to say you're a public. Like I would love to knock out Justin Bieber. Why? Uh, I don't know, he's just a little turd. <laughs>
1: he's just a turd. <laughs>
0: It was uh, Justin Bieber and Paris Hilton for a long time. I just wanted to slap both of them. Yeah. And then
1: then Ellen got a show. And I was like, oh, sorry, Paris. You're off the list. Yeah, there's only room for two on this list.
0: I would love to be the person to go down in fame for knocking out fucking Ellen. Especially, like, if you're standing in line and, like... Because, you know, how those celebrities, they, uh, they're they all entitled. So, I, like, if somebody insulted me, I don't care if it's Ellen, Oprah, fucking... Michelle Obama sorry you come over here ruining your fucking mouth like a a bad person and you put like my family in a situation can you imagine I mean I'm, I'm naming some fucked up people so we'll just to say any celebrity but who's who's like another one that's like a guy okay like Tom Cruise look how fucking Tom Cruise acts like versus uh, uh, Keanu Keanu's all humble right but you get Tom Cruise or like Howie Mandel or like don't touch me get away from me it's like dude how about you get the fuck away from me you know
1: yeah I'd gladly knock out Tom Cruise oh yeah for sure but then but then the Scientologists would come and kill you
0: damn they would always be at your front door trying to go to work and shit
1: yeah they would come and kill you dude I think they would they would assassinate you for, slapping, for for knocking out their Jesus.
0: Alright, so if you had your chance, would you slap or
1: punch Tom? <laughs> I would punch him. <clears throat> a slap a slap is not enough for that man.
0: I'm kind of wondering how hard I could actually slap another man when I was in, instead of punching him. Because, you know, you ball your fist up. versus like, hmm, let me warm this up for you. <laughs> I'm gonna whiz this thing across the room. Yep. Cool. Knock out a tooth. There'll be a slow mo on TMZ of his fucking tooth getting knocked the
1: fuck out. Yep. Have you seen those, those dumbass competitions of uh, like the slap fighting competitions?
0: Yeah, i seen one. It was a big old black lady and this fucking white girl. She was kind of chunky, but. Uh the girl, other girl only made it two or three slaps.
1: That black lady slapped the living dog shit out of her. <laughs> Yeah, dude, this shit is fucked up, man, because I I hate I hate that. I absolutely hate it. It's uh it's the dumbest shit I ever seen. Like pe- you know how many how much damage these people are getting done to their fucking faces when they get slapped like that? You have so many, oh. so many nerves in your jaw and in the side of your face, on your cheekbones. And, and like, have you seen the, the aftermath pictures, like, of some of the contestants?
0: No, I've only seen a couple of slap matches, and I've seen them, like, in, uh, in a couple of music videos where they put them in there. But the one girl, the white girl that got uh she was concussed a- afterwards.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: you know, not, I haven't seen those things, but I'm just thinking of the delicate uh, bones in your ear.
1: Yeah, yeah, too.
0: Your, your, your eye socket. Yep. Um, I've seen videos and personally seen uh, where uh, in the Middle East countries where uh, they uh, take their shoes off, mm-hmm. their sandals, mm-hmm. and they'll hit you with it. They'll, they'll be, when you have like 10, 15 people all trying to get it in their. Uh, they're whack with their sandal because that's <laughs> yeah. like the it's an insult because you know your your shoe no you're not even supposed to show the bottom of your shoe to people sometimes that's disrespect yeah they threw the shoes at uh uh bush jr yeah remember they throw on the shoe imagine mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking people all throw take it off their shoes and you know it's like getting stoned but anyway so the slapping so i seen this one boy he was uh a, a sex offender in their their eyes whatever he did and uh he's trying to walk through the, the street and uh he's limping he's dazed he's confused he's concussed and then out comes his lady from her yard cause he's walking through community down her street she comes out she already has her fucking shoes she's waving at it and he has his hand up he's protecting it. and she's just fucking hitting him but he can't defend himself because he's exhausted and tired she's just fucking taking these hits on him she's hitting him in the back the side of the face
2: yeah just
0: fucking back and the kid just kept on walking he's just trying to get away he's not running um what's another fucking weird thing that you'll see videos of them taking down the uh, saddam statues yeah in the whole community they're all standing around and they're all waving their fucking sandals at them and they're trying to they're just hitting the statue yeah they're just hitting the statue with their shoe. yeah like but it's not him but they're I always thought that was fucking weird
1: well they, they're they're showing like a public display of disrespect towards him you know like a big fuck you <coughs> I hit you with my shoe yep I get that I get that <laughs> big time Like, there was. uh, I think I know what you were talking about. Because there was a video of. um, I think it's in India. Where there's like a couple of villages that are set up, like, only for women. And a lot of these women have had traumas, you know, been raped and all kinds of bad shit. And, uh. So they move to these villages for protection and just in general to live their lives. Uh away from the sources of trauma and I think it was like, like one guy, he, he went there and he was, he was a dick. I think he he beat his wife before. And so she left with the kids to live in that village. Dude, they kicked his fucking ass with sandals, man. Just like you were saying, they were kicking his dumb ass with fucking sandals. It's his fault. I mean, he didn't have to be a dick to his wife. And, uh, he made the mistake of going to a village that's there to protect people. And as he was walking through, just, dude, like, I swear, like, like, 20, 20, women came out and just destroyed him. You know, he, he left, they tore off his pants and all, stole his fucking shoes and his shirt and all kinds of shit. He was fucked up. But yeah, the sandals are a deadly weapon, man. Especially when there's, like you said, like 20 people on you. You know, That's a lot of pain.
0: So let me ask you this. Uh, I'm not saying public execution or. hmm. Do you think. All right. Hold on. Let me back up here. You ever heard of the. I think is it it the rule. Is it the rule rule of thumb? Might be the rule of thumb. We'll have to look it up. We don't have Tim here to fucking Google shit. So I knew this dude, he was from uh, some backwoods fucking state here. He was explaining on how to control your wife, basically. He says, in certain states, you could take your wife to the courthouse stairs Mm -hmm. on a Sunday... And beat her with something no bigger than your thumb. I think that's how the law reads. Yeah. Okay, so with that in mind, I'm not saying it's okay to beat your wife or any of that. I don't endorse any of that. Do you think you should be able to take said criminal after fucking justice served and take him to the courthouse steps and hand him over to the fucking public and give all the public something no bigger, no thicker than your thumb. Shoe. Shoes are no really thicker than your thumb, right? Half inch. About the average sole, uh, soles. Shoe, sole size, right? Okay. Rule of thumb. Fucking give him justice. <coughs> Back to slapping. I always said that we'll just say you get a DUI. <coughs> okay. Fine. All right. Yeah, you're drinking and driving. You had a good time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> have your drunk driver, male, female, panda, courthouse steps, and have five very large, tall, handsome dudes with big hands stand in line and take one good fucking slap from each one of those fucking dudes. They could be veterans. They could be other criminals. Yeah. Have it. All five of those dudes be judges. Yeah. police officers. How many fucking drunk drivers do you think are going to be willing to stand in that line to take a fucking slapping as a fucking punishment?
1: Yeah, like uh, like instead of doing jail time or stuff like yeah. that. I bet you there'd be mostly guys that want to do it. I think initially there might be like everybody wants to do it in order to get out of being charged money. But I think that once... Videos would surface of how severe they get their asses kicked by slaps. I don't think, I don't think people would want to do
0: it. I would say do it in public. Yeah. How about uh, caning?
1: Caning. Fuck.
0: Yeah, caning. I forget what Asian country it is. Uh, Punishment for spitting gum on the ground is uh, caning.
1: Really yeah well, oh that is kind of like a psychopathic thing to do is spit gum on the ground shouldn't do that uh, shit oh very yeah
0: I, I see it all, the, all that, every fucking stoplight I look out I see all the gum patches on the ground yeah yeah it's that's pretty a crazy the uh, I don't know who the fuck makes gum Wrigley's yeah yeah there there's um Speaking of carbon footprint and trash, I know it's a, cha- a subject change, but um, there's this picture of uh, where a drain comes out from uh, a McDonald's when I said, get off the freeway every day.
2: Yeah.
0: It's this enormous pile of trash that's all stuck in the chain link fence, and you can see where the <laughs> the gutter comes from the, the restaurant. Yeah. It'd be an awesome black photo of all the trash with the McDonald's uh, logo in the background.
1: Oh, man. I could I I know of a real life example of the nastiness of a restaurant too, uh, getting rid of their waste. So I'm I'm just gonna say it. Chevos in uh, or Chevy's I'm not sure what they're called. I believe it's, it's on high. <laughs> high, it? high.
0: Huh?
1: What did
0: you call Huh? Would you pronounce it as the first time?
1: I think it's Chevos. I'm not sure. You know the one I'm talking about? It's oh. that Mexican restaurant in Apple Valley.
0: Oh, that place! Yeah, that used to be a, a bar back
1: in the day. Yeah, well, that place—if you drive, if you park in the back by their back door—you can see where the asphalt is like all degraded and shit. It has like little rivlets worn into it from erosion. I seen, I seen those guys come out and they dump—I don't know what it is—bean water or some shit. But it smells like fucking shit, and it's eating away at the concrete and at the at the pavement in their their own parking lot, and they just dump the shit out the back door. It's like that's pretty nasty. I mean, don't they, I don't think they're dumping. F- yeah, yeah, my, I was. That's what I was thinking too. It might be from the beans or who knows what, what. But still, it's pretty gross. Fucking shame on you guys. That's disgusting. Because I, I took my grandma to go eat there, and I for once I parked in the back. And my uncle saw it, too. And he was like, oh, my God. (laughs) This is why this place smells like shit. They're dumping fucking bean water back here.
0: If you go look at the streets where all the food trucks always park, and it's always the same food truck in the same spot, go look where the trucks park. There's this huge, ugly, nasty, smelly stain from where the water drips from. We'll just say, like,
1: uh, some food trucks have the ice in them. Oh yeah. Yeah. So naturally, the, the truck is just gonna sit there. Naturally, we'll just say
0: condensation on the outside. We'll just say the truck leaks nothing, but the condensation on the outside of the truck, or the freezer, or yeah. the air conditioner, goes drip, 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 drip. It's this weird, nasty, like it smells like a drain is what it smells like, mm-hmm. an old fucking pipe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know, I'm hungry and I'm like looking down at the gutter, like looking at all the f- and all this shit comes out of this fucking truck. You know? Yeah. And it's obviously you guys because you're parked in the same fucking place every fucking day. Yeah. It'd be cool to swab it and see what kind of bacterial culture you could, you could uh, grow with that.
1: Yeah, what kind of shit they're growing, on, they're growing on board? It might be the next penicillin.
0: Uh, I was going to say, that's funny, I was going to say it could be the next uh, cure to, uh ought to be cured to the jetter the Jeter.
1: (laughs) there is no cure (laughs) alright that's hilarious that's fucking nasty but what do you expect man
0: let's see where we at on this call I was looking at the time discord I don't know what this is
1: that's about we're about an hour 20 (laughs) it is is 10pm though
0: no I'm still good I just didn't want to I'll hold you.
1: up. I'm working up here tomorrow, so I don't have to drive down that mess. Tomorrow to oh, right that. on. That's good.
0: Yeah, I didn't, ended up drinking it was to be. It was like, I "Think we'll
1: just have one for the show." Oh, okay. Ow. damn. I was trying to squeeze the edge of my toolbox to just check my my grip. I was having some weird uh, some weird tendon things happen. Uh, I was at the climbing gym for like three three and a half hours yesterday. And, uh, I had a lot of fun, but man, my fingers are fucking toasted. And climbing is, uh, so rewarding of a, of a hobby, but it definitely, definitely kills your, your hands. And for me, my, my elbows a lot, my tendons are like a little bit shot, it feels like. But worth it, cause you know what? I met, I met my second wife candidate yesterday for the second time. So oh. yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh,
0: it yep. Congratulations to Sean. Yeah, one of the last breeds of uh, the American Bell.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: It's interesting. Yep. Yeah, that's the one you told me about. Yeah, yeah. Keep up with that man. Hope mm-hmm. the best for you. And as for the the, the tendon things, uh, I was, uh, I know, people have probably knocked me, but I was torqueing something to um, one fifty eight, I think.
2: Uh
0: huh. But it was a shorter, shorter torque wrench. Shorter torque bridge, man. Yeah, that's hard to throw that much. Torque in. Oh yeah. And then, uh, uh, and then the bolts have a shallow head, almost like a torque converter or low profile or low clearance style head. Uh huh. So it's kind of hard for a socket to hang on to that. So you have to really grip the, the you know, you to support it. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the end of uh, drilling. So I had to take out the broke bolts. I drilled out. Did about an hour or two worth of drilling. So uh, when I came home to work out after the second day, I was trying to, like, get my grip on the, the handhelds for the power tower. And it was like, oh, fuck
1: Fucking tendons hurt. It's like who the fuck know your fucking tendons could fucking
0: hurt that much. Oh no, yeah, totally. Gripping that tight, trying yep. to hang on and shit.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, at, at least, at least you do get stronger though. Like uh, today, I just went running, and that was cool. But it feel it feels like definitely like finally the hands are starting to get accustomed to the to the pinches and weird situations i'm putting him through which is nice because it makes me feel confident in a different way than i thought it would make me you know like it's uh it's not like martial arts where you you go out on streets and you're just confident because you could take care of yourself it's like it it gives me a weird sense of self-confidence like oh yeah i could climb that tree (laughs) you know or i could climb that house i can get up to the second floor no problem.
0: Fuck yeah. You do some crazy fireman Spider Man shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Just in case. Just in case I encounter a wild pickery or a boar and I don't have my, my rifle. <laughs> yeah.
0: What, what kind of rifle?
1: <laughs> well, I don't even have a rifle at all, so. One day. One day. I need to get a rifle. I, I actually no, I'm not I'm not gonna say what I what I was gonna say <laughs> on, on the internet. That's so dangerous.
0: But guys, my, my gun of choice is an AR ten. Like to put a little thump in the bump. Mm-hmm. But I don't have guns because the gun's a handy tool and I'm too eager to use that motherfucker, so no gun for me. Yeah. Um, but as for a good grip, um, I got in an argument with somebody one time, and whatever happened, I grabbed that person I started fucking choking them. Not like choking them, but I just pinned them on the fucking wall, and then I locked my elbow, leaned into the person. And uh, thank God I stopped, because I literally probably would have fucking broken that person's neck or, or um, hurt them very bad. And I didn't even try. All I did it was just fucking clamp down and grip. And like I said, but with the grip that I have from working every day and working out, like, holy shit, I would hate to see the day where I actually tried actually choking somebody or hurting somebody. I I, I wish it never happens.
1: Dude, uh, me and my friend were talking about that too. And I was telling him like, you know what? Like, I don't I don't know of a situation where I would, have to strangle somebody (laughs) or be in that position at all. But if I did, and if I really was counting on my strangulation of this person, given my grip now, I would crush the fuck out of their larynx. Oh my God. Like if I really squeezed as hard as I could with my current strength in my hands. Yeah. That's, that's really dangerous.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially when you're in an altered state of uh, anger. Oh yeah. And confusion.
1: Yep. So, avoid getting rock climbers really angry and having them close to your neck so they might squeeze the shit out of you uh, you know I was gonna say
0: the one of the main reasons I work out besides all my glamour uh, TikTok videos that
1: oh, stretch um, stretchy pants videos yeah I've seen them
0: yes everyone needs to watch my stretchy pants videos Um. so for work uh, mainly you know you gotta stay in shape of course you know I stay in shape mainly because I never know when some psychopath is going to come fucking throwing a fit at fucking Walmart. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to go choke somebody at fucking Walmart, but like literally, like what if you have to fucking grab somebody and the only way you can just get a hand held on somebody is by the back of the neck or the back of the arm and you have to hold them and pin them down. What if that said person is on drugs and fucking is just literally fucking having, let's say they're having a bad day. Yep. I'm sorry I didn't have to hold you down like this, sir, but you were out of your fucking mind versus some dude with a fucking knife or a gun or a bow and arrow, whatever the fuck happens at Walmart. You hear all kinds of crazy shit. Yep. I'd rather stay in shape and be ready to go, just I don't
1: wanna fight nobody, but like say what if you just simply just have to hold somebody down? hmm That can be a, a a bad day and a bad situation. Yep. Yep. That's that's why I think uh Well, there's a, there's a couple of reasons why, but you know, jujitsu as a martial art has really uh, been popularized over the past couple of decades here. Cause super useful, man. Super useful. It's probably like one of the most useful things for self-defense because of all, of all the things out there, like let's just say, okay, you're a boxer and you get into a street confrontation, yeah, you could probably knock somebody out with the quickness, right? But at the same time, what if somebody has a weapon? Or what if they have a stick? Or what if you're in just some crazy situation where somebody's on you and you're not necessarily getting knocked out? An art like jiu-jitsu or judo where you could just jump on somebody get them to the ground and keep them there and um neutralize them I find that to be like what one of the most useful things in terms of like like ideas of what what would be useful in a situation like that because when I was learning Kung, when I was learning Kung Fu and you know just really really into it yeah I was really confident but then I would look at some of my friends that were doing uh, jujitsu, and it was like, like, oh my god! Like, if if they came for me, if like say we were sparring, and they were gonna do their jujitsu jujitsu shit to me right away, I would have to like elbow them in the back of the head or something, you know, just do some crazy cat-like tearing at them kind of shit, you know, in order to make it stop. Because if I couldn't make it stop right away, or as fast as possible, I would be, I would be done.
0: Yeah, just shit like that happens fast. Um, I had a, uh, a Steven Seagull event at um, a gas station one morning early. I was going to work, going to base. I don't remember. Um, this dude pulled up to the front of the gas station, and the way he pulled his door up, the only way that you can get up to the front door is if he opens his car door mm-hmm. and the entrance door it's kind of weird it was like the so they're at an angle but it's a straight angle so it's a straight line of attack and shot for him yeah he came in i saw him pull up i was making my coffee i was looking at this so i was like this is weird going down he paused for a second he had a hoodie on he threw his hoodie on before he came into the store and he walked in and what he was actually asking was for the image. i think he was just like um, to turn the air pump on no oh, okay but he the door and he started like yelling and giving a command. I'm like, So I'm like stirring my coffee. I'm just looking at this dude through mm-hmm. like in between the coffee machine and the soda machine.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, I'm just kind of starting. Well, situational awareness. I kind of start. I don't don't move. I just start looking around. I was like, "Fuck, alright I'm gonna have to matrix move this guy with this. I'm gonna have to judo chop this guy. With. It was <laughs> yeah. Because. I was starting to like, like, literally, I was just looking around for anything that's a weapon. Anything's a weapon, even that fucking can of sugar right there. Yeah. That, uh, um, I'm going to pick that up and I have to smash you in the face with a fucking bat of creamer, like in some stupid Bruce Willis movie. Yeah. And the fucked up part is you have to like imagine the the shit you got to deal with the cops. You're just trying to have fucking go to work. Now all of a sudden you're part of an investigation. Yeah. What what investigations do came around the place? I punched him with my fucking cup of coffee, got him on the ground. I kicked him in the fucking throat. He's half dead now. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, now now I'm, uh, oh man, she's seen the sexual harassment training, man. I can only imagine the sexual harassment charges a perpetrator would charge on you after defending yourself during a robbery. Thank yeah. you, California. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so my favorite part of sexual harassment training is no leering or elevator eyes. What's yes, the- America, that's it. This could be the title of our podcast. What the- Elevator eyes.
1: What the fuck are elevator eyes?
0: <clears throat> I don't know. What would your description be? Like?
1: Uh, if I- you
0: wanted to sexually harass me right now, on some male on male sexual harassment. Okay. Guy on guy, bro on bro, whatever you want to call
1: it. I would say elevator eyes are I ca- I catch I catch your gaze and then my vision slowly scans top to bottom <laughs> and back up and I think that that is elevator eyes.
0: Ooh, I was very offended by your top to
1: bottom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So uh, well, I'm say. I had elevator
1: eyes today, I, <laughs> yeah. I can't help it dude you can't man uh, you know what I, I did inadvertently do elevator eyes one time like just face to face with this one woman I don't know why I didn't think she was particularly attractive or anything but I did it and she noticed and actually it was like a favorable attitude that she took towards me which was Probably something I could have made something of, but I didn't. <laughs> so anyway, what what was your ele- <laughs> what was your elevator eye incident?
0: Um, well, probably staring. I just simply stared at the crotch. <laughs> 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 Stare at the crotch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just did to it. What the fuck? Uh, I got nothing. Oh, that's funny shit, man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, elevator elevator eyes, if that holds true, you always skip the 13th floor. <laughs> it's like, yes, um, yes, officer, I did elevator eyes, but as per usual, the 13th floor was not a part of the incident. So I don't know what you're so mad about.
0: It is, but if that was your wife, would you want somebody elevator eyes? Your, your spouse?
1: uh probably not
0: would you tell your coworker to keep your eyes on the 13th floor
1: uh, like my wife's 13th floor
0: well I mean, what would you want him to stare at
1: well yeah that's interesting that's a whole different that's a whole different ball game right there when you're when you're what being, is the next level when you're being oh the next level probably uh, <laughs> probably leering <laughs> Clearing is the next level. <laughs> All right, so
0: let's let's use another California uh-huh. textbook term. I think of the dress code—the uh, way to call it. Would it be laxed dress code? Uh huh. So that means you get to wear your underwear to work if you're if you're a woman.
1: Oh, they're talking because about like the pajamas. Yeah, the pajamas thing. Yeah.
0: There's a one customer I go to. It's a uh, lax work environment. Yeah. There's also another one where it's an alcohol, alcohol-friendly work environment.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that's
0: an ugly um, Okay, so, so the one, I just tell myself, don't even go there.
1: <laughs> don't go there.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I don't even go. Like, honestly, like, well, what the fuck <laughs> can I say? It's. I just keep my fucking ass out of that fucking place. Because, um, oh, my God. Okay, I don't know how to describe that
1: Is it just like uh, a potential for all kinds of elevator activity or what is it
0: your floor your eyes are just going to be on the basement level the whole time <laughs> like <laughs> okay so you going to get no work then yeah I don't know what it would be a friendly way to even describe that without just saying like sup ho yep obviously you're advertising the goods now, I'm not talking about from the back yep like holy shit is that uncomfortable
1: yeah that'd be so like okay you
0: know it's very artistic looking
1: that, do you remember uh, do you remember hot dog on a stick
0: oh yeah the little blue shorts and the funny looking hats
1: yep and the bouncing on the fucking pogo stick
0: yeah do you think the the owner of uh, <laughs> a hot dog on a stick is fucking Herbert
1: probably his name is Herbert probably Herbert the Pervert.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was some shit.
1: Yeah, we
0: fucking thought
1: that up. Yeah, I remember as a as a young teenage boy going to the Inland Center Mall, seeing the girls at hot dog on a stick, and that was like one of my first inst- instances of like, wow, <laughs> life like, is
0: good.
1: Yeah, this is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many lemonades did you buy that summer
1: None. Oh no! I think I bought one. I bought one just because I couldn't. I couldn't resist any longer. <laughs> it's like, fuck! It's either a fucking pretzel or I go and get hot dog on a stick just to look at them. So I, I went over yeah. there. That's hilarious. The Inland Center Mall. I haven't been back there in a, in a while, but, shit, never changes. It's kind of like, more dead than it used to be, but not like Carousel Mall dead. The carousel. You awesome. Go ahead. I
0: was going say do you think carousel mall haunted?
1: Awesome? Probably. And all the ghosts are still playing Yu-Gi-Oh!.
0: We're reading in the cars junior and they're
1: there uh I in high school, my high school ex girlfriend, she uh, she was in a fashion show inside of the carousel mall. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was oh. like just like 20 people i don't know how, i don't know why she agreed to that it's like so fucking weird but it was cool money i supported the promise of i don't i don't think so not in the carousel mall. <laughs> there were back then there was only like fucking five stores in that bitch too everything else is empty except for the kids that were playing um pokemon cards downstairs i thought that was a really cool part of it the fact that those kids had a place place to come and like hang out that wasn't the library or some shit, you know. Shit, kids aren't allowed to hang out no more. Really. Yeah, they're not. We regard all other kids as threats. But I don't know. I think that's just
0: uh, yeah. California. Though you go to other places, people do normal shit.
1: Yeah. Hey, you, you know, I, I was looking at this site. It's called the uh, USA Jobs. And, uh, my friend, oh, yeah, I know. yeah, my friend Ruben told me about it. He's like, cause he's considering going to Spain and he's a, uh, he's ex army. And he was like, yeah, I'll just do logistics shit. You know, that will be fine, but you should really look into it. And so I looked into it and I looked at a couple of countries and I got to admit, man, that's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pay. I, I'm not sure how it works. I got to look into it more, whether or not different jobs are available for you if you've been enlisted or not or whatever?
0: Yeah, there's different brackets and requirements and shit, but uh, you have to use uh, lots of keywords. Is it uh, a computer actually uh, scores your resume before Um, a human actually screens it? Really? It's kind of fucked up, but if you don't use keywords, so like in the mechanics industry, you know, rebuild, refurbish, you know, inspection, label tools, Uh, You have ability to perform your job without any supervision or little supervision. Mm -hmm. And then it calculates a fucking death thing. You have fire extinguisher safety course. If you just put on there, you have safety glasses awareness that'll give you three extra fucking points on there just because you are aware of safety glass uh, prevention. Yeah. It'll actually fucking put you... uh, a higher bracket over the guy next to you who's actually has fucking like seven doctorates.
1: Really? Because you
0: that. can you can word your resume better into a keyword format uh, to get an actual calculation of a higher score.
1: Wow, that's good to know. Shit.
0: And then you go against uh, veterans who have a actual point scale depending on the, how many uh, your service length or disabilities, and you you could have seven doctorates, but you could have a fucking. Half-wit person that fucking did their time and dues because they did their times and dues and have a minor disability or a major disability. Doesn't matter how high you score, you'd be the top candidate in the whole United States. It goes to the veteran because he's more qualified because he paid his dues. Yeah. And then let's say that he's less qualified than you. He could still do the job equally, but because he has a better point scale uh, for his service yeah. and his dedication he'll beat you out of no matter what hmm. so that whole USA job thing it's, it's uh, oh my word that's all I can say and that shit been there done that fucking haven't been on that website in a long time but all depends on where you go and how much money you're willing to take or make
1: yeah like my, my friend was telling me that he wants to he wants to go to Spain and just do some like basic logistics shit and uh he has family out there so he, know, he, knows what, he knows what Spain is all about, and according to him, where they have the jobs, you can definitely get by on a minimum wage, American dollar job, uh, especially if he stays with his family. Like, you're not, like, living great, but you're doing good. You're not wanting for food or fuel or payments or whatever, as long as they're not too high. I thought about it, and I mean, I I saw I saw some shit in Germany that was really cool. I don't necessarily want to move to Germany, but I was just looking at what they had, and uh, they You have, could um,
0: uh, you can type in any three letter combination that you want. Uh, I don't care what it is; you just play with it, and uh, so after your three letter combination, just put contracting or jobs. And uh or put military jobs after that three letter abbreviation. Yeah. Type it in a hundred different fucking ways. And uh there'll be an endless amount of government jobs and contractors jobs for random shit worldwide. Yeah. Like and then like so, some of the companies, uh I just call them letter agencies. Uh I don't I don't someone will tell me like, Hey, do you remember working for this company? I'll be like, No. they will like, You worked there for two years. Nope. Like, you sure you don't remember doing it? Here's your W-2. And I'd be like, what year was that? they be like, oh, that was like between t- you know, 2010 or 2012. And I'd be like, don't remember. Yeah. Like, you don't remember doing this, 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 and this? And I'd be like,
2: nope.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. um, so KBR, one of the uh, letter agencies, uh, if you look at their homepage, it, there's a button on the top of the banner that says, where do you want to go? They ask you where you want to work and what you want to do. And then they'll suit you to find you a job, whether you're a teacher, a musician, uh, an engineer, a mechanic, an architect, a water uh, treatment specialist. You just look around, some of these people just look around for the highest paying job in their in their department, and then they'll go work in Africa for two years, they'll go, if I go work in Australia for two years, they'll go work in Antarctica for two years, and you just take these fucking contracts, and you just keep taking another term, another term, another term. And you might only make 85000 a year in this country, in this region doing this. You might make 250000 in a year doing the same fucking job. You just go in a different region, different different contract yeah. it just ongoing and it never ends and it all depends on how long you want to be away from your family and uh, how much overtime you're willing to work so
1: oh, that's, uh, that's the thing I'm not willing to work any overtime <laughs> so I guess that's out of the fucking out of the picture
0: but you get to experience some cool shit working with these contractors oh um, yeah
1: yeah sure sure
0: I've done some cool stuff I still get recruited it's it's hard not leaving but I always give my daughters an option if i get a good enough offer I'll, I'll i'll put it on the table i'll take them out to dinner and i'll present it to them But i'll be like hey you know this company reach out to me they're offering me this amount of money yeah and uh but i have to go here for training and i have to go here for a small what's we'll called a detour yeah i'll be gone for sorry girls will be gone for seven months yeah. like no that's too dangerous or no we don't want you to do that And i'll be like all right i'll call back the company i'll decline their offer or i just won't even email them back mm-hmm. I st- if it's a good enough offer i'll call and just tell them no but if it's just like a regular run of the mill like hey do you want to be this fsr for this vehicle in this country for this amount of time i'm just like
1: yeah like i, I was looking at some of the mechanic stuff uh, just to look at the higher end of things, and yeah, there's plenty of work for mechanics with those guys, man. There's probably more more, really? more work than you want to do.
0: When I was in Iraq, uh, just an AC technician was making two hundred fifty thousand a year for KBR. What?
1: Well, that makes sense. I mean, AC. Yeah. So if they're paying their tech
0: two fifty a year, how much is? mr dick cheney charging the, the u.s government oh, for this ac technician so our company charges what to say around uh, 200 an hour and then sometimes i see the invoices and i see like fuel charges all kinds of weird like you know miscellaneous shit. yeah and i always feel bad for the customer i was like wow damn these people really have to fucking pay this much because i never see the the invoice or the check you know it's none of my business right
2: yeah
0: uh so how much does a doctor make who's a contractor working for KBR and how much is their government chart uh, pay for the same said doctor with the same proctologist you know yeah. I can only imagine what the uh, billable billable labor rate is I guess is what the correct way to say it
2: yeah
1: well I mean that's easy they just hey IRS can you print us out a bunch of money and uh, here's all these bonds <laughs> we'll trade you pieces of paper doesn't matter.
0: Tell so you one thing. The agency that I've ever worked for, government or contractor, money was always there. Never once was the money. I've had plenty of garnishments, <laughs> seizures, but yeah. Come to a normal paycheck, you know, that bitch is there every and some days like a day early.
2: Yeah.
0: Especially on a holiday. Yeah. Two days early. I've never once fucking Really Never Had a government Fucking paycheck Ever fucking shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah Makes sense man Makes sense And it's It's kind of It's kind of tempting Especially like The, the shit The shit like uh, I saw this one And I don't I don't want to move to Japan Because I'm scared of Japan But also They had this really cool Opportunity for uh, Teacher's aid And I was like Fuck no shit That's That's kind of cool I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind doing that, but then there's the whole issue too of being vaccinated, and I think that they still have not gotten on the on the logic train. I think they still require it too
0: What would you have taught
1: It doesn't matter <laughs> as long as it's not math, I'm good, and anyways it's a teacher's aid, so you're not really teaching you're just kind of keeping control of the of the classroom rock climbing. That'd be awesome. Uh, I can't. I can't teach rock climbing, but that'd be cool.
0: And knife throwing.
1: Yeah, there you go. Right. I could teach the kids how to run around.
0: That's what you know. What's funny? You say run around. One of my uh my uh, friends that uh, I've known since uh, junior high. I guess he's not my friend no more. He don't call me no more. So no longer friend. Uh, His dad was a principal, and uh, I asked him something about, like, oh, wow, you know, it's got to be fucking difficult. And he goes, what? Like, what's difficult? And I'm like, being a principal. He goes, not really. He goes, all you got to do is just fucking let them loose out in the fucking garden. He goes, they'll figure it out.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I know it does a big thing. I guess that explains the the rotating, uh, rotating door. For principals, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he was a uh, principal like retired. I guess this dude was like uh, an amazing, well-known principal in the high desert. Oh, really? But the way he... So I, I, I asked him. I was like, "What? Excuse me?" He goes, "You let them out and you play." He goes, "They're kids." He goes, "Kids like to play." He goes, and "Whether they play one game or another, basically, he goes, they'll figure out how to play." He goes, kids will be kids or whatever. I don't know what else he fucking said, but... Yeah. I don't know. But just the philosophy is, is like it's it's not that hard to watch a bunch of kids.
2: Yeah.
0: Look, look how much money they invest into uh, prisons. Prisoners. prison Inmates. Yeah. I don't want to say prisoners. Just look how much effort they put into inmates. You know, I think uh, with enough uh, slapping or enough... Uh, Initiative. I think a prisoner knows he's a prisoner or an inmate. He'll stay put, just like a kid knows how to fucking you know stay in the sandbox or stay in your classroom.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. But there's there's certain dudes that are just fucked too. So just like there are certain kids that are fucked.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's pointless to house an inmate if he's a unnecessary lifer or uh, non non rehabilitatable?
1: I don't know. I, I haven't explored that ethically uh ever. My my initial intuition is if he is not able to be rehabilitated I think that's what the moon's for. And uh that's Elon's mission. Yeah, you know, just send him up <laughs> there. Just send him up there. Because I don't know. I I have no idea. Because I I know exactly what you're talking about. And there's some people, and I see them around here, San Bernardino, that they just can't stop. They just cannot stop. Doesn't matter what they're exposed to, doesn't matter what kind of compassion is shown to them, what they learn or refuse to learn. But they'll keep doing dumbass shit for the rest of their lives. Because they're fucking stupid. Or they've just decided that they're born to lose, you know. I love that tattoo, Born to Lose. It's such a nihilistic thing. But they're, they're kind of people like that. Or they just they, they can't learn how to behave.
0: Let me ask you this. Say if you were a financial analyst or specialist. And you're given two folders. and You look in the folders. One folder is a inmate with a criminal history, lifetime criminal history. Mm -hmm. And his main thing to say to the court is, he's sorry. And your other file is a hungry orphan who just simply says, sir, I'm hungry. You only got 10 bucks. You gotta give the 10 bucks to the orphan who's, sir, I'm hungry. I would like to learn in school. I'm learning my ABCs. Versus, (laughs) he goes. (laughs) He goes. Your inmate says, "I pooped in a box today. I made my bed, and I'm sorry." (laughs) Who are you going to give your ten dollars worth of Del Del Taco coupons to? You got to feed one or the other.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd want to go with the kid, but it's that's difficult because then you have examples of that. Actually, like in uh, Mississippi. where i think it was a private prison um where a lot of the inmates were getting uh black mold infections in their skin because of how dilapidated the bathrooms and everything was in this prison or is probably still and that's the thing about human rights you know like yeah even even prisoners deserve human rights because they're human beings. But when it when it comes to when it comes to recidivists and the people that would push your moral compass to become like a little harder towards them because they're just perpetual idiots or just perpetual guaranteed dangers to society at large. I don't know, man.
0: Okay, well that's that's a joke. Okay? That's your average citizen. Okay? I'm not talking about you know your average. You know I'm a fucking retard. Yeah. But what if your financial specialist is in charge of uh, the actual, say, prison, the hard, the hard shit, the big shit, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's prison.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So I was looking at the budget, Obamacare versus the national budget for federal prison system. Mm-hmm think you could pay for you can pay for obamacare i think it's i don't know if it was 1300 1500 times so that means you can give probably the whole entire nation health care at least one, one or two times over for free instead of pushing budget towards all the efforts towards the prison the big crime Yeah, you can eliminate the crime with just putting your foot down and just saying, Hey, we really don't have the funding for the federal prison fund because you know we have the president federal Feed America fund, and it's either Feed America or house all these people who don't want to be part of society. I understand people commit crimes, but like I said, you can go to jail all day long, Mm -hmm. but I think prison. I think prison is, 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 pointless. Yeah. Especially when you can educate the youth, you can provide physical fitness for the youth. You can provide, uh, car- uh careers for the youth with, uh, trade schools, um, with the same money. And it's not like, Hey, where's this money going to come from? It's just like, Hey, you know, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, prison, you know, 164, you know, all you people, yeah. If you want a job, you can be a teacher. You can be a, a uh, an instructor. You can be a, d- a doctor. We have all these other opportunities we're going to use for you for the same money. We just don't need you as a prison guard number.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You want to be a soccer coach? Here, come on. we got great benefits for you here at the school district. Yeah. You want to go to school to be an RN? You want to be a phlebotomist? We need we need lots of people to take you know, blood samples. We need lots of people to donate blood. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of other careers with the same money, Yeah. the same approach, versus locking somebody up in a box until you're rehabilitating them. Why is it a prison inmate gets better health care than a, a student struggling here on the streets or a homeless person? Um, I think oh, you should look it up. How many how many doctorates uh, Charles Manson had?
1: Oh yeah, yeah I know they they can. They do a lot of those lifer guys do that for just further their education, and it's. I'd like to see, like, uh, some examples, and I probably will if I look into it. Of, like, what happens with those kind of guys, because there, there there's so many programs that have been successful. Like I, I watched this uh, short documentary on um on a book club that they had in this in in a prison and these pretty violent dudes that were in this particular sector of the prison and they joined this book club and the first book that they gave them was the Bhagavad gita and uh after that they were just like studying into they they got they got into the weeds and in in the religious texts in uh, eastern philosophy and in philosophy in general and like all these dudes when they when they interviewed them they're so intelligent dude like and uh, they just asked them like how how do you feel now you know what what's changed you're here for violent crimes you've been here for many years you've been a part of the prison system and all the the ways that it can make you worse and yet here you are doing this and pretty much all of them were like yeah it's it's changed changed me totally yeah, at at the core
0: of uh, those guys are very well spoken very so well pronounced and well spoken like um, some of those dudes you know I, I know i'm going from saying you know don't house these motherfuckers but then i go from um i man can you imagine the uh the intellectual i can't talk intellectual conversation you could get on somebody if you were asking them questions about prison we'll just say you know if you were just philosophy questions is what i'm getting at. yeah all all aside, get him out of the realm of the box, the prison, you know, why are you here, you're crying. Ask them questions about world hunger or famine or oppression. Yep. I think that would be a very good uh, account of uh, what's really going on in the world. Somebody who's locked in a box, who's locked away from the world.
1: Yeah, because it's definitely a punishment that is only a punishment for lack of a better alternative man like it really is and that's not because we're not creative enough it's just the system that was financially successful enough i think and there's all kinds of other factors that that lead to that just the fact that sometimes people are going through a psychotic episode and maybe it's the best thing to get them into a cell where they can't hurt anybody else you know because that's all they're capable of at the moment
0: well, well, here's the thing: is what happens when someone like me or you, who's defending their family in a Walmart, gets fucking locked up and catches the charges because they beat the shit out of some perpetrator or yeah. some person who was having a health crisis? Yeah, because they had their service animal, they had their service uh, rabbit inside Walmart that was shitting on their on my kid, you know, or whatever,
2: mm-hmm. whatever the scenario. <laughs>
0: now all of a sudden, I'm locked up. You know what do I do when I'm now all of a sudden I go from my regular day life to being locked the fuck up for some stupid ass charge yeah. for life or for ten years twenty years? Yeah, um, that would be an interesting podcast every Thursday. And James is locked up. Let's call him. Hey guys, how you doing? We hit meatloaf tonight. Yeah.
1: Please send <laughs>
0: that. Suck. That fucking suck
1: yeah that would suck ass but that's why that's why you gotta practice uh, patience with the service animals I fucking hate service <laughs> rabbits <laughs> alright man well I think that's a pretty good place to to stop our, our conversation here right on go, I was just getting out of Yeah. alright buddy well hopefully Tim will be, be back tomorrow uh, next time and, uh, yeah, I'm sure you will. Too. Yep, and then we'll get some some nice intro music and outro music like last time. I've been I've been adding music here and there.
0: Yeah, I'll tripping it out on the song from the latest episode. You, he's talking about being blue.
1: Oh yeah, window <laughs> window blues. It's a great song.
0: Ben? Yeah, at first, I didn't know if it was a parody or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, Ben forces. They're so special, man. That that guy just writes some of the deepest uh, lyrics that I've ever seen. He does a good episode. Yeah, I was cracking up. Yeah, it's good.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's it's funny to account on uh, some of the shit that you seen in previous episodes, and you're like, "Oh my word, Timmy or g Sean... Or, damn, James! <laughs>
1: Why the fuck would you say something like that? <laughs> I know, but whatever, man. Let
0: me, let me let me apologize to Michelle Obama. I I do not
1: want to slap you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to slap. I don't want to slap anybody. And I hope, I hope that game fucking stops. It's dumb as fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: have to look at those uh, pictures. Yeah, dude,
1: you should. Of- you should. it'll it made me feel different about that stupid ass fucking game well what if you were a criminal well I mean if you're willing to do it like these idiots then go ahead criminal guy but you should you know I I don't I don't think that the nerve damage and capillary (laughs) scarring and all kinds of crazy shit like that is, is worth it it's not that funny I tell you
0: if I was drafted to be a community slapper, I would definitely be looking on YouTube some awesome videos of exercises to fucking better my slapping ability.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you, you would probably find yourself learning Tiger style Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, some epic slapping. Steven,
0: Steven Seagull, send me a, a slapping tutorial, please. Oh. Listen to this.
1: Well, you can't talk to him unless you have implanted, uh, like, eyelid modification to make yourself look more Asian then he'll take you seriously
0: well, maybe if I slap him hard enough he'll look <laughs> more Asian
1: <laughs> all right James I'll talk to you next time bye everyone hope you enjoyed this episode uh when two scatterbrains get together to make a podcast this is what happens and uh it's better when we have Tim and other people as well to accompany us and kind of wrangle me and James because I, I consider both of us to be pretty scattered people. Um, maybe James doesn't think so of himself, but hey, buddy. I've seen you. Uh, Tim, I don't feel like Tim is very much of a scatterbrain. He's pretty, pretty focused guy. Uh... But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, We're still really enjoying making the episodes for you guys. And it serves as a good outlet for us uh, to unleash our shithead ways upon the world. Anyway, I wanted to give credit where it's due here. And the music that you've heard at the beginning of this episode as well as the last one... Um, it comes from a musician by the name of, let me look it up, Kim Robertson. She is a harp player, I'm not sure, harpist, <laughs> I don't know if that's real, uh, but Kim Robertson from the album Wind Shadows, released in 1983, and it's a uh, Celtic style harp music. If you're interested in that Mm, just purely instrumental music then I highly recommend checking out the entire album it's really beautiful Uh, the music you're going to hear at the end got some echo there the music that you're going to hear right now is from Dragon Force from the album Valley of the Damned and the track is called Black Winter Night Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for listening. And uh, any feedback, shoot us an email. See ya.